Hello, JP, and welcome to Rebel Radio, brought to you by the Rebel Support Squad. Join us today to hear Karina and Wanya interview Mr. Bransma, one of JP's many sports-loving teachers. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to our first episode of Rebel Radio. My name is Karina, and I'll be co-hosting with my friend Wanya. Hi guys, my name is Wanya, and today on Rebel Radio, our special guest is Mr. Bransma, a cool JP high school teacher. <laughs> um, so to start our interview, we actually have a few intro, uh, like introduction questions to get to know you better. But even before that, um, I actually have a memo for you, Mr. Bransma, from a friend of yours, um, Warren Love. Um, oh, <laughs> uh oh, uh oh. Um, I met him like during volunteering, and he told me to say this to you. Um, Sid, please answer these young ladies' questions without any attempt at humor. <laughs> yes. So, I love it. <laughs> so let's get started. Um, how long have you been a teacher? Uh, this is my 23rd year being a teacher. Impressive. <laughs> um, and, and, actually, and actually my 21st year at Jasper Place. Wow. Um, what do you teach? I teach, well, I'm the Department of Physical Education, and my specialty, my first degree was in sports med, so that was kind of my first love. I came to JP to become, uh, to kind of get the sports med program going, but I teach pretty much everything, and I also teach soccer academy, but definitely sports med was kind of how I got my foot in the door, um, taught under a whole bunch of amazing people here at JP, and then just taught pretty much every course in phys ed and uh, sports performance and soccer academy. Wow. But believe it or not, my first job was at Skona, and I taught Chem 30. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, Chem and Bio. That's how, that's how I started. How did you know you wanted to be a teacher? You know, it's funny because uh, my first degree was in athletic therapy, and I was a therapist for quite a few years and had some amazing jobs and amazing experiences. But to be honest, there wasn't really a career in it. There was tons of jobs in it, but there wasn't really a career uh, unless you go on the road, and uh, one of my one of my good friends who was in athletic therapy with me at the time, he's now uh, the head therapist for the Oilers. But he had to work with numerous teams, be away from home, and uh, for me, I, I like being around here. I like being with my family, so that wasn't an option. And then I started working hockey schools, and I started teaching soccer academy, and I just fell in love with working with kids and being around other people, kind of like me, that would. A bunch of jocks that would hang out and that that was our job we got paid to do it so i thought you know what i can do this so i finished my degree in about a year and a half and just fell into this uh, amazing job here wow that sounds really nice then leads us also perfectly to our next question favorite thing about being a teacher i guess what's my favorite thing about being a teacher oh man Honestly, my favorite thing about being a teacher is that I can honestly say to, to get to come to work with a group of colleagues that are, you know, just like me, have the same interest, uh, is like hanging out with your best friends every day. And I absolutely love being around kids because it, it's, uh, it's one thing that kind of keeps me young. Uh, it's, it's, it's so much fun. I go to class and I'm the biggest kid out there. And so to come every day to school, hang out with my best friends and get to play games with kids and interact with them and just just be a kid myself it is it's pretty awesome wow you're making me want to be a teacher now <laughs> yes 
Um, thank you so much for that um, introduction. So now we're going to move on to the main portion of this interview. So as you know, March marks the one year COVID anniversary like commemoration. So yeah. we have like, a few like COVID lockdown questions for you. Yeah. Um, so do you remember the beginning of the lockdown? Absolutely. It's funny because on if you take your phone out, I scroll back quite often to March 16 last year and look at my pictures. So I remember the day, the first couple of days when we were all kind of lost in the dark. The teachers were kind of walking around school, not knowing what we were supposed to be doing. And uh, I just remember uh, shooting about 50,000 free throws for that first week because that's all we, we didn't really have a plan. So we just went up to the gym as a group of teachers and shot hoops for like two or three days and made some lesson plans. <laughs> and that was my, that was kind of our first week. And then once we got into a rhythm and kind of figured out what we were supposed to do, then it was, uh, trying to find ways to be creative to get kids to work out. And uh, yeah, we really put our thinking caps on and just, it, it was go time. Like try to find a way to, to keep kids busy and to make the best of it. Um, uh, what's the most important thing you've learned since the pandemic began? Uh, the most important thing I've learned uh, is to, it's okay to slow down and to check in with people. Um, one of the coolest things I've done, like, and I think it started for me because one of my friends that I hadn't talked to in a year all of a sudden called me out of the blue one day and I was so impressed with getting a phone call from him. And I thought if it, if it's that cool to me, you know what, I'm going to do the same thing. So I just started picking friends that I hadn't talked to in the longest time and family members. I come from a huge family and I just, every week I picked two or three people to call and uh, it was amazing. And I should have done that. COVID, COVID shouldn't have made me do that, but it did. I should have done that long before COVID. So I've reconnected with more people in the last year than I probably have in the last 10 years, which has been a really, really cool experience. Yeah, I totally I've reached out to so many people this quarantine too. It's because we have so much time, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, actually, so what are your real life heroes like since this pandemic began? Um, yeah, I, you know what, thinking about that question, it, I have to go with, with obviously number one that, that pretty much everybody's going to say like the people in the healthcare industry who, who see people continuously making mistakes again and still helping them like people who are not taking it seriously who end up in hospital um, and you have those frontline healthcare workers and, and the police officers and the fire like number one absolutely those people on the front line that continue to help people who even though they know who, who are making mistakes and making bad decisions are still putting their, their lives on the line for them. Um, I, I would also say just thinking back to my parents, um, they're, they're still my heroes, obviously, number one. But once again, the, the front, I, I have to say the front line. I, I try to think of other people, but they do it every single day. Like some people say like, oh, you guys are teachers, you guys in front of kids, but that, that's the easy part. But to be in a situation where you have all those people that are sick around you, and like I said, people who make bad decisions that you have to still say, you know what, I'm going to help you every single day. So my hat goes off to the, you know, I don't want to miss anybody, but yeah, all the frontline workers, the police officers, firefighters, EMT, nurses, doctors, number like absolutely. And, and I definitely don't want to leave anybody else. So if I did leave anybody out, I love all the frontline people during this pandemic for sure. Yeah. With the increased stress of the pandemic, how do you think you've been taking care of your mental health during it's funny for me, um, this has been 
and I know every, not everybody else is going to say that this has been one of the best years uh, in my last 10 years. Um, I'm one of those families that got really caught up in getting our kids to like three different sports, kids flying here. We've had a better year as a family than I've had uh, in a long time. Just we've gotten a chance to do like, not cheesy, but we bought skis. We've, we've done so many more things together as a family. We haven't been racing out to get our kids to sports and, and I love sports. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm one of, but I've learned my lesson. I will never schedule my kids in that many events again. Um, I've had an awesome year with my family, with my friends. I've gone on so many more just run river Valley runs with, with friends, even with teachers here. Uh, the amount of times that we go and hang out just as a group and just do something so simple, like life, life can be much more simple. And I think that's what COVID has taught me. And, uh, just card games and like really cool things with my family that I never had time to do before that you had no choice in the last year saying, you know what, we're just going to figure out this card game. Let's YouTube it. And I, I've really, I've, I've had such a good year. Like my, my mental health this year actually shot up. And like I said, even getting a chance to like, now that we know how to do, you know, learning to do online stuff. And like, it was so awkward at first having these conversations online and then once you started doing it with your friends, you're like, this is cool. I can't believe we haven't done this before. So there's been a few phone calls I've made, you know, find out what time it is in Australia. Hey, when is Australia? When does BC and when does Alberta work? And uh, so for me, um, yeah, I know, I know it's not going to be like that for everyone, but it was a real, a little less time coaching and stuff like that. Other kids and spending more time with my own kids and, and my wife and stuff like that. So for me, it's been a really, really good year. I mean, other than just the regular stresses of trying not to get COVID, but. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, what would you recommend others to do to take care of their mental health then? Uh, you know what? Number one, get outside. Uh, I cannot believe what a difference it makes. Um, they actually just did a study on how healthy nature is. And I can't believe how many times, like, I'm not a person that likes to be alone that much. I like the social, but I have thoroughly enjoyed going on bike rides, runs, myself or with just one one of my uh, children or both of my children like getting outside and just having slowing everything down and leaving my phone at home that that's what i would suggest doing leaving your phone at home turning it off taking someone you love or taking going with a family member and going for a long walk all of a sudden you come back and everything is that much better and i can tell you that for watching my kids uh go from their electronics and i know tons of parents are struggling with that you know as soon as they turn it off and they go for a walk, they come back there in a completely different mind state. So that would be, I know I'm kind of dragging on you, but that would be my number one suggestion is get outside, turn your phone off and, and get out to nature. We have such, we have an amazing river valley here and so many awesome things to do. And you can drive two minutes and you're out of town. You won't even hear a vehicle. I'm, that would be, that's, that would be my suggestion. Um, so I feel like you've said this before a lot, but what is like the most positive thing that has come out of this pandemic for you? Like the most um, <laughs> Slow down. Slow down. Um, enjoy what you have. Uh, more is not always better. And just like, just focusing on relationships. You know, as I get older, I, I just think that sometimes I try to make too many people happy and, and, you know, it's okay just to spend some time with the, the people close to you and really relish that. Like, that's the one thing is like, sometimes time flies by and you, you never get a chance to sit down and actually really talk to people. And that's what it's taught, taught me is like, I'm the kind of guy that always like, Hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? 
but you actually don't get a chance to really sit down and like say, you know, how are things going with you or what's going on? What's new? And just going beyond just the hello, how you doing? Um, hey, how is your family? Uh, those kind of things. So it, it's taught me to slow down, enjoy the time I have with my kids, um, really respect being healthy and what we have and being able to go out and do this stuff. And uh, yeah, I, I just think number one is just enjoy the people that are around you and relish those close relationships you have. So um, we're talking about many activities we enjoy doing during lockdown. So what are you looking forward to most when it's over lockdown? I mean, I, you know what? I, I think just getting back, I don't need to be in crazy social, but I enjoy being going out for dinner with people, with groups. Um, I, I really will enjoy just sitting down with a group of, you know, five to 10 people and, and not worrying about, you know, like having your mask on or having your mask off and just, you know, and giving, giving my mom a big hug. Um, I'm going to enjoy giving my, my family members a hug and I'm going to enjoy sitting down with people and watching hockey game together and not worrying about anything. Those, those are the things that are sitting in a hockey dressing room and just laughing with people again. That, that, those are the three things I think like hugging my family members, going for dinner with groups of friends and, you know, just getting back to sports where you don't have to worry about masking up and always worry about those things. Yeah. Those would be three things I can't wait to get back to. So um, here, um, what is something COVID taught you that you would like to pass on to others? Well, I, I think I've kind of said a little bit. Um, I think just, it's okay to slow down. Like more is not always better. And once COVID, you know, if this goes away in the next while, I think me and my wife have talked about this. It's just like, we won't make that same mistake of that, you know, that rush, that trying to get your kids and everything. I, I think we're all going to slow down a bit because we've really learned a valuable lesson about being able to spend time together. And we weren't spending time together when we we're involved in own our own stuff and our kids stuff. Then it's just basically we meet in the morning and we meet at the end of the night and we try to find our way to a way to get our kids to, to and from their events. And so um, I think we kind of set some guidelines, just like make sure you set that time aside to be with your family, to spend quality time. So that, that's, that's all I can say. You know, when, when I get back, that's, I definitely don't want to change that because I've really loved that. And, you know, I, I've sat down and talked to kids too. I, that's another thing I can't wait till after. I don't, I don't want to talk to students with my mask anymore. I can't wait till I can take my mask off and talk to my students. But yeah, just slowing down a bit and just really taking the time to focus on meaningful relationships with family, friends, students, everyone. Yeah, those sound nice. I miss having those conversations as well. So that was actually the end of the question. So we just have this one concluding note question we have to ask you. What are some words you live by? Words I live by? Yeah. Words I live by. Um, a couple words. Um, passion. Okay, have passion for what you do, uh, no matter what it is. Uh, I don't care what your job is. Just try to be passionate. My dad taught, taught me once that no matter what your job is, do a good job at it. Even if you don't like it, um, get it done. Be passionate about it. And passion goes a long way. Um, it makes people want to be around you. It makes people want to work with you. Um, I enjoy, I, I get inspired by people who have passion for what they do. And when I see people who love kids and other teachers that love kids, um, it makes me want to be a better teacher. Uh, and 
I think passion and positive energy. Those are the two things that, that I would like to portray. And I, I said, if I ever lose those two things, then it's time to move on and do something else. And I, I feel like I still have a lot of passion uh, every day. Every day when I come to school, I, I get to go in the gym and I get to be around active kids and that's still my passion. So, and I want to portray a positive energy with that. So passion and positive energy would be my two. I think like those are like two main things of like um, having like a good mental health, you know, like to like, yeah. be positive. So like, that's really cool. So thank you so much for joining us today. This was like a really illuminating discussion and we hope that audience enjoyed the interview as much as we did. <laughs> I hope Warren loved appreciated it too. I hope he was listening. <laughs> Um, mental health has been an ongoing issue only heightened by the pandemic and us at the Rebel Support Squad would love to share the voices of humans at JP to show we're all in this together. So thank you again for coming on to our show today. It has been a pleasure talking with you and until our next Rebel Radio, stay happy and healthy.